0: This is from Fell Into Faith, the podcast dedicated to reaching people with a message of hope by sharing the life and experiences of Fred Matthews. Brett, what's going on, man? We're back with episode two of From Fell Into Faith podcast. How you doing this morning, my friend? Man,
1: I'm doing great, brother. I'm doing good. How you doing, bro?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to be doing another episode with you. Yes, uh, sir.
1: Yes, sir, man. It's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Been looking forward to it. I've got... I
0: wanted to try to take this episode in a little bit different direction today. You know... um, Obviously, you've had a lot of trials in your life. Obviously, you've right. had a lot of ups and downs and lefts and rights, bro. Right, right. right. Um, we we went over some of the some of the more uh, tension times right, right. Um, during your prison sentence on right. the first episode, and on this one, I wanted to kind of talk to you about the things that landed you in prison and those lows because I gotta right. imagine, I've gotta imagine when I look at your experience from from you talking to me about it, right. that what landed you in prison was probably one of the lowest points, right? I mean yeah, that was because we haven't we haven't really talked about it very much, but I know I feel I feel comfortable saying that your homeboy was really hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean seriously injured. Yeah. I just talked to um, him yesterday, matter of fact. You know, and that and you were kind of like a lookout man in the situation and yeah, everything went downhill. Yeah, right. Yeah, and and yeah, we don't yeah. have to get into the details. But right, 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 right. right. I, looking at it from that perspective, I know that that's got to be one of the lowest points. Right. I feel like that's got to be one of the lowest points. And I just wanted mm-hmm. to talk to you about the coping of, you know, obviously your homeboy getting hurt, you get locked up. Right. You got. You're looking at a long prison sentence, just right. trying to cope with boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. And that that beginning point's got until yeah. you, you you're not even worked into the system
1: yet. That's no, gotta I'm, be one of the lowest yeah. points in that, my, that was that was when a, I
0: look at the whole thing. Yeah, that
1: was the lowest or the low being in that county realizing where I had gotten myself to. Um the phone call that I made to my mama. And the words that she spoke to me, man, broke me, man. She was like, Lil Fred, that was so stupid. Once I called her and told her where I was at and what was going on, she was like, Lil Fred, that was so stupid. She didn't even cry or nothing. She wasn't even, it was just like a in a nonchalant like kind of voice. Cause that's how my mom is, she she real very nonchalant kind of, you know. Yeah, and man, that hurt me so bad. Cause then I knew I had messed up, right? Yeah. But leading up to that, <sighs> the 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 low I had met in the street, or in, you know, in the free world or whatever. Um, I was in a bad relationship, right? Like mm-hmm. at the end of this relationship with a chick. Um, I ain't gonna say her name, <laughs> but uh, don't have to. We had we had a little apartment together, whatever. Um, and then we had it was okay. It was me, her, and then we had a homegirl there too. The homegirl that stayed with us back then actually is married to my best friend now. Really? Yeah, because we all you know yeah, grew yeah, up in yeah. the same Tight little story. area, right? Right. So. Yeah, the homie, the homie ended up marrying her, man. Man, I love them. That they, they my people. But anyway, so all three of us stayed together, and then I was working and I was selling weed or whatever, doing my thing. She sure. was going to West Georgia at the time, and um, the home girl, you know, she was just doing her thing too or whatever. So we we were just at the end of our rope, man. She, you know, living the college girl life. You know what I'm saying? I was dope boy in the street. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. It just clashed, and uh, I ended up moving out. Like, I left everything. I left all my clothes, all my shoes. I left money. I left some ounces of weed. I left everything, right, one day. And then I came back, and we tried it again, and then I went to work. And so one day I'm at work, right, and I see in the back camera, I was working at Radio Shack in Villa Rica. you know what I'm saying? And um, I looked up at the camera, like at the monitor, and I saw some bags in the front of the store, I was like, that's weird. You know what I'm saying? And then I see her walking, you know what I'm saying, to her car. Oh, no. So I put two and two together. She done brought all my stuff up there. Oh, no. Dropped it at the store. So I'm like, boom, all right, bet. What? So I got a little bit of cash. Oh. Yeah, I got a little cash on me. You know what I'm saying? I, all the clothes and shoes that she put in that bag or whatever like that. And everything else is at the house. And I didn't even care. At that point, I was like, all right, I'm done, done. So I started staying in hotel rooms. I started staying in the trap. Like, literally spending the night in the trap. Yeah, track.
0: this is the dope boy yeah, life where yeah. you got nothing else. I
1: started kicking it at my homie's house, like, living in the basement. His wife upstairs tripping. I'm in the basement just trying to get a couple hours of sleep. You know what I'm saying? I got to go to work. And so uh, I remember the homegirl that stayed with us. I'm going to say her name. Her name is Naomi. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So Naomi, she's still at the apartment. So one day I'm walking to work and she scooped me up. You know what I'm saying? Take me to work. You know what I'm saying? You know, we was always cool. You know what I mean. And um, we just talking or whatever. And I'm telling her what's going on, and she just kind of like in the middle of it. She don't like it, but you know, she in the middle of it. Whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I go to work. You know what I'm saying? Stay at the hotel, walk back, or whatever, like that. I do that for probably a couple weeks, and then now I'm just like, man, I ain't even finna to go to work. You know what I'm saying? I'm just finna to get in the money. I'm just get this money in the street. You right. Because trying to get back and forth to work was starting to be a problem. You know what, right. what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, when you ain't got no place to
1: lay your head or not. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't had no car at the time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying?
0: Exactly,
1: yeah. Because I was young and stupid. I bought a car and I didn't... I, Man, stupid, bro. Didn't maintain lost it? Lost the car, yeah, yeah. Lost the car? Yeah, so I ain't had no car at the time. So I'm, I'm like full-fledged grinding. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, And this is when I run into Keisha in mm. the trap. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because where I was trapping at... I had a homeboy, you know what I'm saying, my homeboy Poe or whatever. He was talking to her homegirl, you know what I'm saying? And uh, they used to come over there and kick it. And so one day she was over there and we seen each other. It was like, oh, snap, that go keep. I ain't seen her since we graduated. So, yeah. You so see what, that's what I'm saying? School, yeah. Yeah. So this like, this like probably two years after graduation or whatever, you know. I'm like, boy, she thick, she ready. You yeah, should been yeah, in college, boy. You just fresh like, out. Yeah, that. and I'm just, you know, I'm I'm just, and I'm still kind of dealing with the relationship, but not really. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyway, long story short, we we kind of date, but not really, because I still got the other situation going on. Right. right. So finally, I just I meet another chick in the trap. You know what I'm saying? Um. And I met her, and I started talking to her, and I didn't really like her, but I knew she had a spot. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I needed a spot. You needed a spot to see Yeah. So we we started posting up at her spot, and I started just doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? Me and my homeboy, Marcus, or whatever. He was always with me, because out of, out of the dudes that stayed in that community, rest in peace to my homeboy, C-Ray, man. He died like as soon as I got home from prison, bro. He died. It, that hurt me. But uh, him and his brother, Crazy, uh, my homeboy, Marcus... Post across the street. I had a couple other homies over there too, but like out of the little crew of homies over there, was all younger than me. But like Marcus was the one that was smart, and he was like the one that wasn't afraid to go and get that bread. Right. Because I used to come over there with like ounces of weed, bro, and just yeah. drop it off on them, and right. just see who gonna get that money. You right. Know what I'm saying, bro, we used to just be with me. You know he what I'm saying? Put in work
0: with yeah. You.
1: yeah. And then we used to get into some situations, and he was solid. He'd be like ten toes with me, so I was like, all right, I got me one. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So me and him, we. We we bunking, we doing our thing, and then so the girl at the spot she was living at, they about to get kicked out though, cause cause the dude that on the spot he wanted whatever he trying yeah, to do, yeah. so we got to move to Marietta, right? We moved in this to the to this like little bitty trailer, bro. It was like rinky dink, but it was like last minute we just had to get it. You know what I'm saying? We was paying hundred dollars a week. I never forget. <laughs> and she had a little girl. So my thing was. <clears throat> I wanted to make sure that her and her little girl was straight. I ain't really, like I said, I ain't really care about her. I hate to say that. That's really yeah. terrible. But that's just honest. I'm like, in yeah. the mindset then, like, I'm taking you back to what I was thinking then. I didn't yeah. give a damn about her. Yeah. I wanted to make sure she was straight and her little girl was straight, of course. But yeah. my thing was to get but some money. But emotionally, you weren't. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to get some money because this is the time when me and my bro was trying to do music and everything. Right. But we done took some losses. Right. So to get back to like where I can just go to the studio, get some equipment, do this, like what I was trying to do, and just bounce back from that, that whole relationship thing that went on, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So um, we stayed there a couple months or whatever. So in the meantime, of us going, we used to trap up there on Pat Mel and Franklin and Marietta in, uh 2050 Crescent Square. Now that's a whole group of dudes, a whole side of town that I ain't from. I'm right, from, I'm from Adamsville, right, I'm from m l k you know what I'm saying, yeah,
0: hey
1: man, so, and bro from Douglasville, yeah,
0: Marcus, you know what I'm yeah, saying, from around there
1: near <laughs> but he with me though, right, you know he be He used to be with me when we was on the King, when we was on Simpson Road, and we right. used to be with me when I was with my cousin and all. so he already know what' going on, but like we' on a whole other side of town, and um, we didn't have no straps at the time, we was out there just butt naked. But we, you know, we gotta do what we gotta do. So, it started us like, just we would go out there, buy a little work, move it, see how it go, see if anybody had something to say, and then eventually we started breaking in cars to find some guns. Mm. You know what I'm saying, or whatever Mm. like that. And um, we ended up getting a gun from one of our homeboys. You know what I'm saying? Right. We went on a mission. You feel me? Went on a mission with a homie. I ain't gonna say no names and I ain't gonna get too specific on the mission, but right. we went on the mission with a homie and the homie had like a big he had a big gun, bro. He had a big assault rifle. And we ended up getting on the high speed chase. And uh it just it just was crazy, right? So from that got out of it? Yeah, we got out of it. That's why I don't wanna to say too much. But uh from that situation, we had was able to get some guns, or at least one or two, you feel me. So now it's like, all right, now we need to go lay some people down, get some bread, so we can kind of do what we need to do, Right. you know. And um, we we went up there, and, you know. And um, but this particular night, man, it just everything just was sour, bro. Everything was sour. <clears throat> we went and got two dudes we didn't really know. They were some youngsters from around the way. We saw them every day, but we didn't know them. They were just some little, you know, some little knuckleheads. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um and man we just did what we did, bro, new and it went sour. But the reason why is because I didn't make the right choices, bro. And I say that I say I say that like my mom was on me about getting a job, right? Number right. one. Right. This is why she said, Fred, that was so stupid. I'm gonna tell you why. She was on me about getting a job. And so I went up to Sonny's, Sonny's Barbecue. Remember Sonny's Barbecue? Yeah, yeah. So there was one on the corner of uh, East West Connector back then, right? It ain't there no more. But back then it was. I went up there. I filled out the application. Bam, they like, all right, go, go get your uh, alcohol license or whatever so you can serve beer or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> Pops come out there, scoop me up, take me to go do that. I go work to them folks one day. You know what I'm saying? I walk up in there, man. There ain't nothing but some little skinny white girls up in that thing, man. You know what I'm saying? My mind ain't even on no work. You feel me? I'm like, shh, bro, I'm finna smack, wanna leave. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. why, that's how I'm thinking, bro. This, yeah. is, this is 21. You're a young year. man. Is, I'm 21, bro. You're a young, I'm I know exactly what you mean. Straight from the West, bro. Straight I know exactly streets, what you mean. In the streets, bro. Straight street mentality. 21. So I go one day, but I'm like, shh, man, I can't do this. Because while I'm up here, I could be making some plays. You feel me? Cause see, I was used to getting money while I was at work. When I was working at Radio Shack in Villarica, Rick, out man, the back. Man, I was moving it out the out the store. Yeah. Like ounces yeah. at a time. Got, you feel oof. me? Yeah. So I was used to that. So um man, long yeah. story short, when I hit that Sunday, I was like, I can't do this. So I jumped back out and, you know, I quit. You know what I'm saying? Mom's mad. She kept telling me to move back home. She was like, baby, you just need to come on back. You know, get yourself together. Woo, woo, woo. Marcus mom telling him to move back. You know, but we hardhead, bro. We like, man, we finna do this, man. We straight, we men. You know what I'm saying? I found out about my homie Timmy dying. That just, just, man, it just sent me on one, bro. It just sent me on one for like a couple weeks. And then in the midst of that, that's how we caught the case. You know what I'm saying?
0: Trying to make some moves.
1: Yeah. But made two bad choices. I didn't go to that job. I didn't keep that job, I mean. And I didn't move back home. That's why mama said when I called her. Fred, that was stupid, cause she yeah. already knew. Like I told you, I told you. You feel me? Yeah. So when I got in there, bro, whew, I was like, oh, it just hit me like a it was ton one of, of bricks. Those, like
0: it was one of those, like she's not pissed. She's like just so super disappointed. Bro, I knew and I like, had
1: hurt her. Bro, I knew yeah, I had hurt her. You
0: would just cut her so deep,
1: and then dog, that disappointment. Man, then bro, my pops came up there. I never seen my pops shed a tear in my life, bro. Until that day. He broke down. Man, that hurt me so bad. Because Pop's a hard dude, man. He hard, bro. He a hard dude. Pops every bit of a gangster, bro. I mean, on the level of like how he go to work, take care of his family, he handle his business. You know what I'm saying? He's a real one. Yeah. Man, homie, bro. Man, that hurt me so bad. I knew I hadn't messed up. I knew it. I couldn't even eat for about two or three days. But now it's just like, oh, I messed up. Oh, man, I messed up. Now,
0: when you're the one who brings your dad to tears for the first time. Bro, it hurt me, bro. You've ever seen your dad cry? <laughs> Never you're seen You're the him one like who that. brought him to
1: it. Never seen him like that, bro. That hurt me so bad, man. Real talk. And then, my homie's still in the hospital at this time. Right. Right. He was in the hospital about... I don't know about almost two weeks before he came to the county. I don't know if he's going to survive or not. Remember, I got locked right. up, I got locked up at, the, at, the, at the hospital. You know what I'm right. saying? So I'm like, shit, man. I don't you know. Boom. He finally, he make it. You feel me? So it was just, man, there was so much going on, bro. It was, man, It was so much going on. Dang. That's what I'm saying. That
0: right there has to be one of the lowest points. Whew. That Especially that two-week period waiting to see if Marcus is even going to live. Or yeah. the, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Is he
1: going to show up? And, then look, and uh, you're having to deal with your charges and yeah.
0: probably a public defender. Man, and-
1: I came in the door with 13 heavy felonies, bro. I'm talking about heavy felonies, bro. I came in the door with uh, uh, multiple aggravated assaults, gun charges, armed robberies. Off the muscle, bro. 13 of them things. You know what I'm saying? Like, we already looking at life on the first round. You feel me? We don't even qualify for first offender because of our charges. This is a... Either you're going to take the, the the mandatory minimum or life. Right? So... But going into the county... Now, remember, like I said, I'm from the A. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't from none of these hoods around here. Right. These hoods is... You know, it's just like anywhere else. In Marietta, they got hoods or whatever. Sure. So, you know, just like when the good, any other county jail, when you walk in there, man, you got to establish yourself. You know what I'm saying? You got to let them folks know where you're from and yeah. what you're about. You feel me? So, I was a little nervous. I ain't going to flex. I was like, Shh, man, I don't even know what I'm going to get into.
0: Yeah, you didn't know these
1: people. I see dudes in blue and I see dudes in orange. I don't really know what that means at the moment. So, when it's time to go get my stuff, you know, they strip you down, search you. You know you got to get all the way butt naked and all that. And so then they give you a pair of boxes and all that. Oh, rinky-dink white boxers. <laughs> yes.
0: Dude, <laughs> you remember, Johnny, if you didn't have something that was totally white, white? you yeah, couldn't you keep couldn't it. You can not keep it,
1: right? right. You already you know. You had to be told, <laughs> if, it, if your socks had the littlest gray on oh, them, man, they, they wouldn't let you they keep with. them thing. And then, then see, I ain't had no tats at the time. I always
0: wore white boxers after I went to county. Yeah, man. I, all, I bought me white boxers that's and crazy. I wore them every day no matter yeah. what I was doing because took, I wanted to make sure I kept mine.
1: Yeah, it took me stuff <laughs> and then, um, I, and so, then they give me an orange suit. You feel me? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So that was another like, okay, you really You getting dressed up, out. Bro. You about to go to gym pop? Man, I, I'm like, I, what, I'm in the orange. What that mean? Like, oh boy, you 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 high profile. You know, you finna go, you know where them killers at? You know what I'm saying? Where them real ones at? You feel me? Now I'm you sh- ain't
0: going to no gym pop. Yeah. Then. Now I'm going to tell you to the difference.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna tell you like this. If and and this every street dude right that ever been to jail. And if you ain't never been in jail, you can't really say you're a street dude. But anyway, um, that first time, it, it's scary. Yeah. Because you don't know what you're you about to walk into. Right. You got no idea what you. See, you if you meet somebody that say they were not scared on that first round, they lying. They never really went. Lying. You, you don't know. know what you know. What You to... man. You walking into the Lions Den, bro. Man, when I walked into the dorm, it was a hall. Ho- it was a long hallway. It was a long walk, bro. It felt like I was walking forever. Right. And we shackled, you know what I'm saying? One, yeah. uh, one wrist, you know, to the other or whatever. And it's a long line of us. But when we walked into the pod, it was like dorms around each other. It was like a little circular type of pod. And it was like dorm one, dorm two, three, four. Yeah. And you, they had like that plexiglass where you could see through and they could see you. Mm-hmm. Man, when you walk in there, them dudes come through there, they start beating on it and yelling. Boom, 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 boom. And they everybody repping they set. They throwing gang signs. They they trying to see who you is. They trying to intimidate. They trying to see who weak. You know, you make eye contact with the wrong one. That's gonna that's an automatic fight, bro. Like as soon as you walk in there, they mm-hmm. thug, uh, bring them in here. Boom, boom, they got their shirts all, they tatted. It's a, it's a scene like it's a nightmare, a bro. Yeah. So but but you you know, you if you really about that life, then you already know what it is. As soon as you come in here, you already know what it is. So they sent me the uh Where was I at? A1? Yeah, I think I was in A1. First one on the right. In this Cobb County? Cobb County, bro. That thing thumping, bro. That thing thumping just like Wright Street, bro. For real. That thing thumping. And that's why I say I'm out of townin'. You know what I'm saying? I'm really out of bounds. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, walk in there. Fulton would have been a totally different story. I mean, it, it, it would have still been, like, it depend on what yeah, dorm you are. you still in. had to stand tall, but. Yeah. yeah, you might see more people, though. You probably though, know somebody. Yeah, you're going to know a lot of folks. <laughs> yeah. I ended up knowing, like, kind of knowing some people when I got in there. So, as soon as I walk in, it's a dude named my boy Man Man from Simpson. You know what I'm saying? He's the first, like, real one to approach me. Like, I put my mat down. I'm looking around, you know what I'm saying? I'm quiet or whatever. I'm just looking around. I'm sick, too, though, at the same time. Like, what I mean by sick, like, I'm just heartbroken, bro. I'm like, I'm, I'm just broken. Yes. I ain't even got a fight in yes. me right now. You know yes. what I'm saying? For I know me, what you mean. At that moment, I, I didn't even have a fight in I me, I know bro. what you mean. I was just broke. I just wanted to sit down and just sleep, really. So, but as soon as I put my mat down, cut walk up on me. He was like, hey, hey, where you from? I'm like, MLK, man. West Side. What's happening? And he was like, oh, okay. I'm from Simpson. You know what I'm saying? My name Man Man. He dapped me up. And so then he started pointing out the dudes that was from the A. That was from the West. So it was another dude. Rest in peace, Seneca my boy skeet he was from um he from like c-flat dry area you know what i'm saying but he yeah. played he played around on the west the though west. but yeah he played around like in my hood though he knew a couple oh. people in my hood so so like it was cool yeah. you know what i'm saying like once you start bouncing a couple names off dude because that's how dudes this is before facebook this is before right you could it. yeah like, this is drop. literally like myspace had literally just started Right. So, so
0: we're talking like early 2000s. Yeah. So if you early were
1: so if you was in the streets, like it, it it was people had to know you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. had to know your name, your yeah. street name. Like it wasn't no no social media in, at all. Yeah. So you bounce a couple names off. If you tell somebody you from this hood and they bounce a couple names off you and you like, I don't know him, I don't know. And boy you must not be from you over must there, bro. you not be from over there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Who is you? So anyway. You know, we bounce a couple names off folks of who we know. That was, that's my cousin. That's da da, da. Ooh, so um, that was my little crew. You know what I'm saying? But it's Marietta dudes in there. They thick, and they letting it be known. You know what I'm saying? And it's a couple bloods in there, or whatever. And it's a couple. I don't even think it was no loss in that. and nothing like that. I you know I went in there. I wasn't even really on that. I was just right. Like I say, man, I was broken, bro. I was just at my right. low low, for about three days straight before I really just hit me that I was here. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, bro.
0: That is, I, when I was thinking about it earlier this morning, uh, kind of getting ready for the podcast. I, I I was thinking that had to have been one of the lowest points. And and really, what I wanted, what I want to get into, is that is awesome perfect context because (laughs) now I mean the listeners know exactly where you're at right right? they know your mindset you really set the stage right Right, there how do you keep going like I think about when I had a lot of issues similar not not exactly like yours of course but I had a lot of issues going on in my life and I considered self-harm. I considered... Yeah, 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 yeah. I considered... I mean, suicide. There was a point in time where I had considered taking my own life. There was a point in time where I considered hurting other people. Exactly. There was a point in time where I did... You know, where I had these thoughts. Yeah. And they were just thoughts. And so... Uh, one thing, and I think this really, and you can really relate to this. One thing I I really try to promote is you are not your thoughts. No. Nah. Like if I talk to someone who's having bad thoughts, I'm like, you you are not your thoughts. Nah, nah, You're nah, not married nah. to your thoughts. Nah. They're just you thoughts. Dis- you can dismiss. You them thoughts. dismiss yeah.
1: them things, yeah. man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Our minds are a wild thing that we don't understand. Yeah.
1: That's Our
0: thoughts can be crazy. Yeah. Sometimes we go on actions based on our thoughts. Yeah. And, and Lord, forgive us for those actions. Right, right. For you know, real. Lord, for forgive real. us. For real,
1: for real. That's You know, real right we there, just got to
0: beg for forgiveness and repentance. Oh, it's but, yeah. but what I wanted to talk to you about was how do you deal with those thoughts? How do you keep going, especially when you're in a county uh, jail like that, and you're in this unknown territory, you've got to wake up every morning How long did you have to wind up spending in county jail with your, you know, trying to get a public defender and trying to get your case heard? Like, how long was that whole process? How did you
1: keep going? How did you manage? So, um... They shoot you a public defender, like really off the rip. You know what I'm saying? So right. as you, soon as you go to uh what they call Because uh, that's who you had represent you, right? You yeah, yeah. I ain't, I ain't had yeah, cause I'm out there I'm out there in the street speedballing, I ain't even putting no money up for no lawyer. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Young young cats don't think about that. No. You know what I'm saying? They see like, the money. And and yeah, so I had a public defender, but they send you one of them as soon as you go to um what they call, um it's like your little first court hearing where they read you charges, yeah, 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 whatever yeah. like that. So then boom, you start getting people to, you know, whatever represent you but um I, I ended up going to a bond hearing I got denied you know what I'm saying yeah I, I honestly was like okay I might be able to get a bond I, how long did it take for your bond here? it took a couple of weeks right it took a probably maybe about a month or so but um I was ignorant to the law I see at that point I still didn't understand the severity of my crime I knew they were serious but I still didn't really know what the law had you didn't really know you were looking at life at the time, I did.
0: Like your public defender I, hadn't really communicated very well how really. serious this not was. Not really,
1: and, yeah. and 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 I still thought that maybe I could get out and fight it from the street. I'm I'm ignorant to this stuff, right? So then I started getting law work. I started getting like some some you know some stuff to read. Yeah, and then that's when it started settling in on me, right? Like oh snap, like they don't even have to give me a bond. You know what I'm saying? And they didn't. And they never gave me one, right? <laughs> they denied you. Three or four times. On what basis? They just thought you were... Menace to society. (sighs) I'm I'm too dangerous to be out. You know what I'm saying? Based on my charges. Based on your first charges. My first round, bro. And so um i don't know
0: if you, you i mean obviously you never did a thing around, really right no nah, i ain't never been yeah. back no nah. that was, was it. it yeah that was it you, did, you didn't so have yeah, the opportunity yeah, really
1: yeah, yeah. that <laughs> was the other time i had ever been arrested before that was for like i age drinking and at yeah, parties yeah, and yeah, you know yeah, stupid nothing, stuff like that. nothing crazy I ain't, yeah
0: but menace to society huh yeah, so, right, that so you get denied bond i get
1: denied bond like three or four times um and then man you know it starts settling in you know one month turned into six months. Six months turned into 10. 10 turned into 14. I stayed there 14 months total. But during that 14 months, how I was able to get through, you know, a, you know, the couple of people that I was cool with along the way that was in a couple of them dudes was in there for a long time because they was waiting to go away for a long time. Mm. You know, I seen some dudes get some real time. I'm talking yeah. about some life sentences. You feel me? One of my, my one of my roommates was on death row and he ended up getting it. <sighs> yeah, bro.
0: He ended up getting the he death penalty. He ended up getting
1: death the death penalty. Like I saw it on TV a couple years after I had got sentenced. Was uh, he executed? They he's still on death row. He's still there. He's still there. What's up, C? How you doing? So uh during that time, that's something.
0: That's a whole nother topic we can get right. yeah, on one. Yeah, that's a whole day, other topic. I have so, so many thoughts on the death row yeah. and the death
1: penalty. Me too. Me too. And me too. holy smokes. So 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 but how I was able to get through though is uh you know that verse where it say train up a child in the way it should go and he will not turn from it? Yes. That's real, bro. That's a real <sighs> statement. That's that's a real verse. That's that's a statement. That's that's real right there, bro. Because I grew up in the church. You know what I'm saying? My, my 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 grandfather used to pray over me as a baby, I heard, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so I returned to my foundation. After I had cried, after I was angry, after I felt all them emotions that I was feeling within that first couple of weeks or whatever, the first couple of months of being in there, I I picked up a book called by Bob Buford called Halftime. You know what I'm saying? I read it. I started getting, you know, reading my Bible. Started reading my Psalms and Proverbs and, you know, just praying, bro. You know what I'm saying? And then, that thing started giving me strength. So, now I'm working out. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm on my push-ups. I'm on my pull-ups. I'm on my squats. I'm on my, you know, football and basketball. I'm I'm, I'm able to move around and actually survive in this arena because I just... You know, they say God will not refuse a broken and contrite heart. That's real talk, bro. That's real talk, bro. I'm telling you bro, that's real talk, man. A broken and contrite heart, bro. Man. And so I just started going up from there, bro.
0: That's so powerful, man. That's so powerful. You know, um, the word doesn't ever change, you know, it's so powerful, it's so living, and it's so active, Uh, the word of God is so incredible, and for you to highlight it in such a, such a way, um, it's so practical, Fred, the way you just highlighted those verses, (sighs) man, thank you, that that was like from fell into faith in a nutshell, Fred, I could not have
1: thought of a better answer to those questions man bro that was just real that's just real talk bro that's how it happened i'm telling you that's how and it i happened. love
0: that you um i love that you highlighted the physical aspect of it too yeah. so you were able to do to
1: start working out
0: to start um you were able to start doing all that yeah um in county yeah you were able to play football basketball yeah. so did, we, they, did you have weights no nah, we any, had no didn't we, have no free no weight. the weights
1: had been taken out like early, like late 90s right okay and but uh, you did have, you were able to go out to the so yard. You were able, able to had play this, sports. They had this uh, concrete slab yard. Yeah. And it was uh, gated up. And it had like concrete slab walls or whatever. And it <sighs> just had the top open. You just see the sky. Yeah. But we would make footballs. Out of like socks and sheets and just, you know, really just being you made your own football. Yeah, we make our footballs. We had Mexican dudes in there. They would sew t- stuff together and they made soccer balls. And so we would just be creative. We go out there with like two or three pairs of socks on and our sandals or whatever. And we would just play football or play soccer. And that was our rec time because you was only going to get that for an hour. You know what I'm saying? And it was some fights and all that out there. You had to be a gladiator to be out there, though. Like you just couldn't be no no regular dude out right. there. Cause at right. some point somebody gonna pull up on you. You
0: gonna yeah. yeah
1: you had to be a gladiator. So, you know, I'm a gladiator, bro. So you
0: kept it in mind.
1: I'm from gladiator school. Like I say, I'm from MLK, bro. That's gladiator yeah. school. Yeah. So I was out there, you know what I'm saying? But that's yeah. where my character started being built. It's so
0: interesting. Yeah,
1: bro, because I started making friends with dudes from, you know, the other side. Mm. And uh
0: man, that's such a different experience from my county experience. Yeah. I, I that that's really cool. Yeah. I, I had a totally different experience in county jail. Yeah, man. That's interesting. Yeah, bro. So you guys will make your own like what
1: <laughs> how did you what how did you play basketball? Did you get so, basketballs? Yeah, so no, we didn't get have basketballs. We played basketballs in the dorm because the way the railing was, it was like a long kind of rail. So what we would do is we would flip a chair upside down to where the the legs was like pointing kind of outward or something, and then we would like tie a sheet around it to make like a fake rim, and then we made a basketball out of like a we had those uh, latex gloves blown up with it was something it I really kind of forget the process but we made it the way it could just bounce just a little bit it was padded up real good. And then but you, you couldn't really bounce it though. You know, we was just kinda like you was walking the whole time. You right. were just you was just kinda like making a fake motion right. of bouncing the basketball but with the ball in your hand. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we we would play tournaments, bro, three on three tournaments. Dudes would fight. Like it would get so serious. Dudes we would be you know, dudes would be getting into it. But it was our fun though. Yeah. But so But it was all it was all very competitive. Like very, you were, man, you had to be a gladiator, bro. And then you know what I'm saying? But The Gladiators and the other Gladiators in that dorm, man. You know what I'm saying? I met one of my best homies. His name is Jason Watkins. Homie right now down on the life sentence, man. He been down like 18 years now. You know what I'm saying? But, um. Me and the homie met up and we started rapping, freestyling, cause they would have freestyle Fridays and freestyle battles. You had battles? Oh man, we used to battle. And, but For you real? Had, but you had to be a gladiator though. You hold your own man, in the battles, come on, man. man. Remember, How'd you do, remember, Fred? Remember, Fred? Don't don't lie to me. Remember, bro, I was trying to rap. anyway. <laughs> I remember it, Fre-
0: so, Fredro the
1: Pedro, right? Yeah, Fredro the poet. Fredro
0: so, the poet. That's right. Man, that sorry.
1: wasn't my name back then. That was I got that name in prison. The the dudes in prison gave me that name. No, no. no what was the SoundCloud link you sent me? That was, was that post prison? Yeah, that's after prison. Oh. Fredro the, the name Fredro Poet came from my homies in prison after they saw me perform. They was like, dang, dude, you man, you need to be calling yourself Fredro the Poet. Oh, Back okay. in the day though, I was okay. Calico. That's okay. What I used Calico. to call, my, so used this to call is myself an- Calico. For whatever reason. So that right? was the
0: name you were repping in County Prison or County Jail. Right. And so uh That's so cool. You guys got to have a freaking freestyle battle. But the like dudes
1: that. in Marietta, they didn't call me guess what? They didn't call me Calico. They
0: what started, they call they started
1: you? calling me X. Because they say I used to look like DMX. I had I had ball head and I had that like that long goatee thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you didn't rap like that. I didn't rap like that though. But they used, just just called funny. me. Eddie, yeah, but yeah, yeah. So we had, used to have battles or whatever. So me and Jason, we had started uh <clears throat> we started writing songs or whatever, and then the homie was you know he a very spiritual dude. So the homie started having Bible studies and stuff. He started like pulling me in, like, hey man, let's let's read the Bible, bro. You know, woo woo. And, um, it wasn't foreign to me. So I was like, cool. You know what I mean? This is what real ones supposed to do. Right. Mm. So we, we started, you know, praying and linking and reading and then other dudes they you know, they started like, man, Hey man, let me, can we come in here with y'all? You know what I'm saying? And then we just started, man, started turning into like 10, 15, 20 dudes. You know what I'm saying? Really? And
0: yeah. you guys just had this little Bible study. Little
1: Bible study. Was it like? Be honest with you. Was it like straight up gangsters in there? Man, for like real. Like in bro. your Bible study. Like these dudes facing life sentences, bro. Yeah. For murder. For straight for, up for, gangsters. For everything for rape. And were they? Everything. Were they? Were they? Was it of similar circumstances to you in
0: that they were raised in the church and it was kind of like that coming back to what you knew as a
1: kid? You sometimes. Knew... But there was a couple people in there that had never believed, bro. Really, they was atheists. They just come to believe. They just, yeah. Or were they just in there to hear something? Some, some was in there just to hear something. But there was a few of people along the way that I that I know for a fact they never believed, bro. They would argue about the Bible. They were, oh, the Bible is this, 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 and sure. that. You know what I'm saying? It'd Be sure. so many arguments. Always gonna have people. Like all him. that, bro. And then, but you, but then when it's time to pray, though, guess where they at in the prayer circle? You feel me? Yeah. So. I ain't do that. None of us did that. Right. <laughs> you feel me? Right. Only the only the Lord and his spirit, the, the way his spirit moved and the way his word worked okay, could do that. Right? Man. I'm talking about turning a sinner's heart to, to being a righteous man. Not a perfect man, but a righteous man, bro. It's a difference. You feel me? None of us are perfect. We all are, are striving to become perfect, right? Whole. You know what I'm saying? Lacking nothing. But we, we righteous though. You feel me? Yeah. And so that strive, it was it was a stressful strive, of course, yeah. But man, that's all I ever knew. You feel me? And so you meet dudes that it's the same thing. Like they, they grandma was a pastor, or they granddaddy, or they mama, or you know what I'm saying? And they they just they just fell back on what they knew. You know what I'm saying?
0: That's so important, man. That's such an important lesson, especially for young parents out there with young kids. That's such an important lesson. You know, say what you will about organized religion, right? Like, I've got... The the church has done a lot of bad things. Yes. I'm not here to defend the church, right? But what I will say is that the uh, fundamentals of the church and what it brings to your kids and the all of those things are incredibly important those life lessons those the meaningful purpose you can find in the word of god in the bible right right that's so important to have your kids versed in yeah if you're not reading that to them you're doing them a disservice right Right. If you're not telling them, hey, look at these verses, know these verses, learn these verses, remember these verses. Yeah. Hey, yeah. It, 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 I'm not talking about the whole Bible, but there's fundamental, like right. the ones you just pointed out. Hey. There are fundamental
1: verses. Shout like Jeremiah, to, yeah. you know, the 29,
0: yeah. Yeah. right when he's talking about, I, I know
1: the plans I have for you. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. 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 And you know what? and then and, There's fundamental and so, things. When I was in there, I did a lot of reading, right? And that was the first time I started to really try to get to understand the Bible, right? Mm. I started doing footnotes, taking classes, courses, mailman courses. You know, I started really delving into the Word because I was trying to understand, like... When you sit and think about verses, it
0: really brings a lot of
1: perspective. Yeah, bro. It brings a lot of perspective. And... Wow,
0: so much of the Bible is context and people yeah. forget about the yeah. context of the Bible and, and when these verses are being written yeah. like if you look at Exodus and like the coming out and how these people are complaining about being deprived again and, and some of them are even saying that we were better off in slavery. Right, You remember that? When the Israelites are talking about we were better off in Egypt when we were slaves because at least we got food and we're
1: starving now. And the Lord brought manna. Don't that sound like some of these cries today, though? Oh, Oh, the Lord provides so much to people. Such and such was president, such and such was governor, all Uh. this and that. But man, listen, it don't matter about who is in office. You feel me? Ultimately, it really don't matter.
0: No, it doesn't matter.
1: Ain't nothing gonna happen if the Lord don't sign off on it. Come on, or if He ain't already prophesied about it. Come right? on. So, what I always try to preach is reality, like not preach, but like teach my kids is like look at things from a from a real perspective and look at things from a biblical perspective, right? Yeah. What we are going through was already spoken. There's no getting out of this. Right. Right. You only have your faith to get through what we going through. I'm talking about right now in 2022. On uh, August, what, 26th? I think so. Right. What we're going through right now is already been spoken. Yeah. We have to go through this. We have to. Another
0: fundamental verse. There's nothing new under
1: the sun. Exactly. And then, so, just like you said, 29, uh, Jeremiah, that was the verse that gave them the hope to go through the 70 years of slavery that they had to go through. They had to go through that. Right. There was no getting back because God spoke it. You know he's not going to go back on his word. So what we go through, we have to go through it. But you just got to know that the Lord is going to see you through. He's going to see you through. And that's all I ever, in my in the back of my mind, the whole 10, he's going to see you through. He's going to see you through. He saw me through. Well, we've been on the topic of county a lot Mm
0: -hmm. thank you for all of this talk by the way this has been a great podcast so far thank you there's one thing i wanted to ask about in county since we've been talking about county a lot um on the first episode we talked about prison a lot we kind of talked about access to things you had a lot of access to things in prison (laughs) was it the same in county did you have the same access to phones weed cigarettes whatever whatever that
1: was it wasn't a big thing in the county back then um cigarettes was there the weed was there Pills, powder, you know, mess.
0: All that was in county.
1: Crack, yeah, all that in the county. Available. Oh, yeah, you're going to get it. And then back then the thing was just trying to get you a radio with some little wired headphones just so you could have some music because you wasn't allowed to have no CD players and none of that. So that was like the biggest thing. Save up some coffee, save up, you know, or get you some real cash money. And when the trustees come by, they'll boom, they hit you with a radio. Was Coffee
0: Fingers a thing in county as well?
1: Nah, they they came in little packs.
0: Oh, okay. They like gave instant you, they packs They gave you or little something?
1: packs and then you could like buy you a jar off the store. You know what I'm saying? And you just sell it like that. But, you know, you get in trouble for that. So, um, the county is just a different vibe, man. Because you're only there for totally. a sh- You know what I mean? It's yes. it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's you got vibe. a lot
0: of short stays.
1: Yeah. You got right. a lot
0: of mm-hmm, short stays. Mm-hmm. A lot of in and out traffic. Life. Was that ever an issue? Was that a big issue? You said you spent about 14 months there, you said? Yeah, I was in the same dorm for 14 months, bro. Was it ever an issue, some of these Young Bucks, you ever had to oh, yeah. handle business I, I like have, that? Nah, as nah, far nah. as Young Bucks trying to come in there and, and prove something on the wrong person, X, Y, and Z, whatever.
1: Yeah, I had I had one issue, bro, believe it or not. One isolated issue, and I ain't even had to fight because, you know what I'm saying? It was a little youngster, man. Um, he was from out there. He was feeling himself. He just came through. He trying to, you know, make some noise or whatever. And um, him and my partner, Jason, had some words. You know what I'm saying? My boy Jay Watt, they had some words.
0: Right. And, um, this is the same Jason that invited you into the Bible stuff. Yeah,
1: but homie wasn't no sucker, though. He from Detroit. Right. He born and raised from Detroit. He ain't, he ain't no buster. Sure. He bought that. You know what I mean? But he just a, he a good dude, though. He a righteous dude. I mean, he was in there facing some time. So anyway, him and him had some words or whatever. So he called Cuz out. You know what I mean? So Cuz went in there and boxed him up. He went in there and squabbled it up with him. Right. You, That's what it is. You know, it is. But no, 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 wait, wait. I said that wrong. First he came out, he came out the cell talking crazy. I i I fight any one of y'all, blah, blah, blah. And then he said my name. But see me, I'm thinking I'm thinking beyond the moment, bro. Yeah. I'm like, man, this is a youngster, man, first of all. He don't really he ain't know. Gonna be here he, just, long, he just he just he just popping his jaw, man. He, yeah. He don't really know what he's doing. I and you know what I'm saying. So he was like, "What you want to do?" I said, "Bro, you got that." I gave him that pass. I gave you that pass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I said, "Bro, you got that." But then he turned the attention to the homie, and the homie went eight on him. You feel me? The homie didn't, he just, Jason went and ate on him, bro. They was just, he was like, as soon as he said Jay White name. Because you can't keep going, right? Exactly. You can't keep pushing. Exactly. You feel me? You were going to get it at anyway. At some point, and I try to talk to people about that all yeah, the time. bro.
0: You, you, you don't know violence. Like, yeah. you don't go looking for violence, ever. Yeah. Never go looking for it because so, you don't know who you're going to mess with. So and that, that
1: happened right yeah, there. Yeah, so after that, that was like, okay, it was like, shh, well, all right, we don't mess with them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and then I was able to break up a couple fights, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, just based off of, like, me being cool with this dude, me being cool with this dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, bro, I just let that go on, on my face, you know what I'm saying? On my face card, you know what I'm saying? That's what we used to call it back then, face card. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Keep your face card clean. That means, like, just just on your face alone, you know what I'm saying, you could, you could be the reason why somebody don't get stumped out, you know what I'm saying? Right. Just cause you pull it up like, hey, bro, we're gonna just let that go right now. You yeah. Feel me? Yeah. And they're gonna be like, all right, big bro, you, you know, but it ain't no, yeah. you, you know, all yeah. that type stuff. You know what I mean? You just so, bring in
0: the level cool.
1: Yeah, all that type of stuff happening. And know people what I'm saying? understand.
0: There's like a hierarchy kind yeah, of right. You got
1: to be in the trenches, man. You just got to be. You just got to be a gladiator, man. You just, you can't just be. You can't be. But scary. you
0: earn that spot to
1: break up those fights, right? Like, yeah, by just being in the trenches, though. Not, right. not by really. Doing nothing but just being myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's what I, it, I'm yeah. not saying you yeah, earned yeah, yeah, it yeah. in a negative yeah, way. No, no, no. Just, just you earn that
0: respect, that yeah, level just, of hierarch, yeah, a
1: hierarchical yeah. respect. It's all about how you carry yourself, bro. Sure. Because if you're in there, and I'm not trying to be vulgar or nothing, but if you're in there jacking dudes off, you're not going to get no respect. They're going to treat you like how you act. You know what I'm saying?
0: That is what it is. It
1: is what it is. If you let dudes take from you. You already know that what's gonna come from that. Sure, you know what I'm saying they gonna start with your groceries. Next thing is gonna be you know whatever. So I never was one of them dudes, bro. You feel me? From, yeah, from the gate, cause I came through like man, it's right. whatever with me, man. I'm I'm about whatever right. y'all about. You know what I mean? Cause I got it. Cause I'm in my mind, I know I'm going home and I gotta go back to the hood, to the streets. I can't go back to the streets with you no know, stain on my name. You feel what I'm talking about? That's the reason why I can still move the way I move right now. You feel me? Ain't no stand on my name, bro. You did. That's God. so important. Yeah, I don't play them games like that. So I had to establish that. That came with a couple arguments. That came with a couple... Brrr, you feel me?
0: That came with a little bit of knowing who you are. Yeah, a lot of
1: knowing who I am. Yeah. You yeah. know, and a
0: lot of people are scared to do that. A lot of people are scared to yeah, understand bro. that, hey, in certain situations, I am capable of being... Yeah. X, Y, and Z. But what see, I need to be. You
1: see, God, he'll extract you from what you used to, right? Put you in a different place, different setting. And then that's when you're gonna find out who you are. Mm. When you're gonna put that pressure on you. Mm. Cause when you get out your element and you out your comfort zone, boy, that's immediate pressure. Hmm. What now? Hmm. What now? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Everything you thought you knew, it don't even matter no more. It doesn't matter anymore. In this new place. Right. It ain't matter. Right. Where me and me and cousins walking around the streets or riding down the street with the pistol and if we had an issue we can lift that thing up and let off some shots or whatever we need to do. That don't apply in that jail. That doesn't. It's not totally different. So what now? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, you can go outside. You can sell, you know what I'm saying, a hundred dimes or whatever get your bread and go out to eat. Go eat you some steak and shrimp. Drink you a bottle here and woo-woo-woo. But now in here, that don't apply. So what now? you feel me you gotta eat this state food you gotta wait on the store sack once a week and you can at that time only spend 33 dollars so what now you feel me he extract you from all that who are you yeah you gotta find out who Who you really are bro yeah bro yeah straight up wow
0: oh Wow. And you were able to stand on faith. Man, that's incredible. Too, Straight up,
1: bro. I, I, every day, that's, that's all I stand on right now. That's incredible. Day. The
0: word. I love that you had that answer, man. Thank you so much, Fred. This has been a great episode. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Thank bro. you for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Check us out. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to
1: this week's episode Catch us in two weeks for the next episode and catch us on all podcast streaming platforms.